The notion of retirement is clocking out in life. It's shutting your mind, your body down, it's shutting your mind down, and it's giving yourself a timetable. You should wake up every day with a goal, and that goal should drive you. You're never too old, you're never too tired, yeah. you're never too frail. Figure it out. Don't buy into this bullshit of retirement that was created simply because of an age gap in the 1800s in Europe. I Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to The Remix, the video podcast that keeps you in the mix of everything real, real estate. estate. I'm Noelle Fryson. And I'm Eric Anderson. And today we have a really exciting topic. So everybody's afraid of something. So a lot of people have been afraid of investing. So we're going to talk to you today about the top 10 fears that people have, have been talking to us about investing. So and how to overcome them. And how to overcome them. Right, we're not so, just gonna tell you what the fears are. Right, we're, we're gonna, gonna help we're gonna, you overcome them. We're gonna help you overcome them with our panel. All right, so the, the top 10 fears, guys. So this is a new thing where we do, we throw out these crazy questions and we get the reaction from our team, our panel, and we can. And you learn something. And you learn something and we learn something and actually we can, you know, we field questions from our, our live Fear number one, all the time. you guys actually listening to what I say on this podcast. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a big fear. Um, <laughs> if there was a zero, that would be it. So, all right, the first one, the fear of not having enough money to start investing. How do they overcome that? How do you overcome that fear, Nima? Mr. How do you money? get the money? First off, right, it, that's, that's not a fear. Right. If yeah. you're afraid of not having, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You either have money or you don't. That's a factual basis. And if you don't have it, you figure out how you're going to get it. Let me revamp. Why would you be afraid of not no, being no, able to real. find it? No, 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 no. We have that later. This is a real question. Okay. People are really afraid that they don't have enough money to start. They, how, they how do you have fifty grand and they need a hundred? That's, that's not being afraid. Fear. Like that's, that's math. A misconception. Guys, explain yeah. to me how basic math has emotions. You have X amount of dollars. You have to find a property that you can buy with that money. It's not like I'm afraid that I don't have enough money because you know how much money you have. Yep. Like figure out what you want to buy. It's math, guys. Real estate is math. You have X dollars. You want to buy something that is Y dollars. And most of the time you need to borrow that variable in between. So, so you, find a partner. So you figure out that basic math. You have that variable in between. That's a bank. Figure you need 20 to 30% if you need, and that's your X factor, right? That's the money you have. And that's the, that's the property you look to buy. It's not like I'm afraid I don't have enough. If you're afraid, if you have an emotion about what you can buy with the money you have, then you're just doing this whole game wrong because you're not even figuring out what you're gonna buy. It's so, not so an emotion-based thing. So what you're saying is it really shouldn't be the fear of not having enough money. It should be structure, the fear of not knowing how to structure the type of money you need. So no, if, no. What are you afraid of a structure? People are afraid they don't the, have money. There is no emotion <laughs> associated. Yeah. You so have, in other words, if you have twenty five thousand, I have nine dollars. When I go to Wendy's, I can only buy nine dollars worth of goods. I'm not afraid. I don't have enough money. But I look to see what it is I want to buy, and I either have enough money or I don't. Except once you, you buy it, you eat the food, and it. It's done when you buy a building or a house. Well, but that's nothing to do with emotion. That happens afterwards. That's why you leave a little bit of a no, buffer. No, we are. Yeah. There you go. We are talking about an emotion yeah. of of an uncertainty. There is no uncertainty in real estate. You have a product. You know what that product costs. You know what you can afford based off of what you have. There is no fear factor. If you're afraid before you even know the deal, get out of the game. 
right? Because you're yeah, not designed for game, it. Guys. Get out of the game. You're so, gonna get so in Instead of a fear, it's a challenge that you have to figure out. It's not a fear. Over basic right? math is a challenge now? If basic Getting math the money. is a challenge for you, get out of the game. <laughs> I think it's basically like what Omar's saying. Understand the challenges. What the challenges are. Structure what if you have fifty thousand dollars, don't be afraid of spending your fifty thousand dollars. Just maybe what Neem is trying to say is buy something for twenty-five thousand, and then if you want that buffer, you can keep that twenty-five thousand as a buffer, and that but will in that's theory that's not the question you asked. The question is the fear of not having enough money to start investing. But that's with everything though. That's with every investment, right? <clears throat> You're always gonna be worried that, oh, I don't have enough money to make more money, but you have to start somewhere. No, the, the, but you can also start with something smaller. If so, yeah. let's say you have 50 grand, instead of putting it all into one thing and putting all your eggs in one basket, you could also go with something a little bit smaller, take some of the money, yes. learn from the experience. My brain is exploding. Listen to what you guys are saying. <laughs> yeah. Guys, if you do not know your numbers, don't do if the deal. you have, before the deal started, if you have not mapped out your purchase price, your cost of construction, giving yourself 15% for uh, issues that arise that have mm. to be figured out, and you don't know your math to the T. Don't do it. No, don't forget it. your emotion. Get out of the game. Don't yeah. do the deal. Get out of the game. If you're at a point where you're just buying, but you're afraid you may not have enough, it's because you have not done the math. And if you haven't done the math, don't do the deal. It's that simple. That's better. If you haven't done the math, don't do the deal. That's a good one. If you're nervous, that's a good if one. you're yeah. nervous that your numbers are off, that is a completely normal feeling associated with the transaction. Making sure your numbers are right. Figure them out. Go a little yes. deeper. Ask. Get advice. But if you have fear that you don't have enough money, that means you haven't done the math. Right. Get so, out of the game. So, so would you say when you're doing the math, and if you only have 50 grand, and so to leave yourself a buffer on top of that. Well, that's a whole different thing. Like if you spend $50,000 to buy your property and you need to do reno, yo guys, basic math. You're not gonna have enough money. You don't have to be afraid of not having enough money. You, I will tell you right now, if you spend all your money and you leave nothing left for reno, you will you not won't have, have enough. enough money. You don't even have enough money for closing costs, let alone your carrying costs like taxes. Emily so, and Angela, <laughs> Angel think you're hilarious. And Emily says, amen. But Angel says, where do you get the money? Ah, Angel, that's a great question. Be a drug dealer, go to jail. <laughs> do not be a drug dealer. No. And be a billionaire. They do not be not, a drug they dealer. They may not have seen the podcast. That was a joke, episode. everybody. That was, was a podcast a of an awesome story of a phenomenal comeback for a guy. Please, that is not advice. <laughs> do not become a drug dealer. I was joking. Okay. He, was, he was joking, yes. Um, Andrew, so, where do you get the money by working or by Bitcoin two years ago? Or what you could do is look for seller. You could look for seller financing if you need to start out. Sometimes there's FHA loans where you can put down 3%, which will help you get started with less of a down payment. So there's lots of options out there. Or you do it old school. You let your gap talk for you. Roll up to your nearest bank. Oh my God. Down. Okay. All right. Anyway, so that was our first, the first fear. The next fear. Okay. The Being fear. The fear of listening to Nima too much. No, just <laughs> the fear of not having enough knowledge or education in real estate investing to get started. That's not a fear. Guys, if you're asking yourself that question, you don't have enough knowledge <laughs> in real estate. Most of you don't have enough knowledge in real I, estate. That's why you need to listen to our podcast, read books, and do small deals, and build yourself up off of small projects with small amounts of money that's not gonna wipe you out. Start small, I don't, grow big. Yeah, I don't agree with you about the fear though. Because cut his mic off. I don't agree with you about the fear because uh, Omar and I are building a 24 unit apartment building, and while 
I've been in real estate for many more years than everyone here at this table. Omar, um, on the other hand, is really dead weight. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. so, so Omar, with this. Omar and I have together, <laughs> together we have different experiences that, that mm. together we make a solid team. However, I still had the fear of not having enough knowledge to, to build something because I never did it. Yeah, okay? That's not fear. You don't that's have enough fear. knowledge. You've never fear. done it. No, so, he's but, doing but, it. But, but I'm still You do not doing have enough it. knowledge I'm this still project. doing it. You're not hiring a good architect, a good construction manager? Well, my brother's the architect, so yeah, he's I a good architect. Eric Anderson is one of the smartest people I've ever met, and I'll tell you right now on this podcast. I don't have enough knowledge. Omar doesn't have enough knowledge. Eric doesn't have enough knowledge. Noel doesn't. Adam doesn't. After this project, you have all the knowledge in the world. Yes. But, but that's how you learn. Yes. That's how you learn. But they would hire experts that have it. It's not fear, though, right? It's that's not what fear. You're, you're not afraid. afraid. It's, not, it's not fear. It's, it's challenges. It, no, it, it's definitely a an apprehension. So why maybe you, the word fear is not exactly right. Of a fact. Can we talk about that? Guys, facts are facts. You can't be afraid of facts. Drop the mic. If you are in a position, where you have an emotion like fear over a fact, that means Everyone you're not honest with fear, yourself. Though. Everyone has fear, You have fear. Yeah, but I, if you, I, I, you I, have to have fear of something. I don't normally agree with everything that, that he says, it's you know, except for this right here. Really? I do agree with him in a sense with comes to knowledge. Damn son. <laughs> this is the one time. Well, tell so, us, what do you agree with? Well, I, I agree with the podcast now. I yeah. quit when I'm ahead. No, you should. <laughs> Yeah, unplug your yeah. mic. Uh, definitely do your do your research, whatever you're gonna do. And that's for any type of investment or anything you're really gonna do. Do your research ahead of time. And if you do your research, you know your numbers, you know everything, and you've done all your, you know, whether you're watching videos, reading books, watching our podcast, whatever it is, you're not gonna have that fear because you're gonna be like, I know what to do. Like, I have a good idea of what to do here. And of course, you're gonna learn some stuff on the job, yeah. like anything, but if you don't, know what you're doing, of course you're going to be scared because you're going to be like, what the hell am I doing here? Can I just bring up one thing, Preach. though? Can I just bring up one thing? Where <laughs> are we right now, physically? We are at the... Center for Real Estate Education. We're at the Center for Real Estate Education. So if you don't feel as though you have enough knowledge or enough education, you need to go to recareercenter.com and take one of the classes with all of these guys. Unless and, you're a scaredy cat and you're afraid. And we actually, Omar and I are going to be teaching about our our building experience. Right. Um, it's something that we're working on. Mm -hmm. uh, we're really excited to, to share how our development project <laughs> unfolds and give you the backstory and then take you all the way through to... Um, Rooftop success right. with, Guys, with the, the party. Two investment classes. Learn, yeah. learn, yeah. learn with Eric and Omar. Watch that. Watch yeah. that series. But I have. I, I want to say this. <laughs> all right, listen, and listen clearly. A smart person knows what they don't know. Yes. Isn't afraid of what they don't know. Yeah. There's a fundamental difference. Know what you don't know. Don't be afraid of what you don't know. And then educate Trust yourself. Trust in others. And educate yourself. Hire people who know. Trust in others. Don't be afraid you don't know it. Acknowledge you don't know it. There's power in that. And it's okay not to know. Yeah. It's okay not to know. So so let me, let me I'm going to put you guys on the spot a little bit here. Uh, so it says this is your first time building a building of this magnitude, right? Yeah. From ground up. Yep. What did you... Just make sure your bank doesn't watch this. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We're, we're we have the loan, right? Good. Have <laughs> okay, good. Um, but no, but seriously, though. Matt, what, hold this episode. Yeah. yeah. Unplug my mic too. Uh, what What did you do prior to starting this project? Since you, this is a new experience for you, what did you do differently than some of the other flips that you've done, where you know what you're doing with a residential flip, right? You've done many of them. Yeah. So the mechanics are for the most part the same. Is how we like to look at it. Okay. There's a foundation, there's framing, and then there's everything that comes after that. It's just at a bigger scale. 
And there you go. So what did you do to prep yourself? That's what you're asking. But everything's a little bit different. Getting the so, loan is a little bit different. So it's, it's, it's much it's bigger. Different. So the, the biggest factor is money at the end Definitely of the day. Didn't and <laughs> so like the first question, did we fear money? No, we, we knew that we, need, we needed a lot of money and we figured it out. How we, so we worked, we made yeah. our own money. We bring, we're bringing a lot of our own money onto the table. So that's yes. number one. So that took care of that first fear, fear of not having money. We didn't mm -hmm. have that fear. Right. Why? Because you knew you didn't have enough exactly. money. Exactly. And you made enough money until you had it, right? Yeah. Yes. That's it. Yes. There you go. That's it. Okay. That's not a fear, guys. Yeah, so it's not. I agree with that. It's but not the a fear. fear of pulling the trigger, mm -hmm. you know, the fear of getting it done. We educated ourselves. We I have the knowledge on like the architects. The So I have a lot of friends that are developers. So I spoke to a lot of them. My brother is uh, a, a big time architect in New York City. So we have him on yeah. our, uh, watching our back. You know, we have a lot of friends because of the business are you that do this. Am I what? You're scared. Scared? You scared. 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 <laughs> Am I scared? Not really. That's how the millennials say So the way it, I can I tell if, if I'm scared is if I get nervous when I'm signing a paper Hives? or if I get, if I lose sleep and uh, yeah. I don't, I am not, I haven't lost any sleep over this project. I'm super excited. Um, and I, I know Omar feels the same way. Yeah. So but you went, to, do you went to people who you knew had knowledge. And so that's you the biggest thing. So, so we you did. But with that said, there's only so much you can understand and learn over a conversation, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, you do have to pull the trigger. And you do have to understand what your risks are. Because you can't have someone teach you how to do a ground up development. It just doesn't work. You need to hire people to do it. You right. can't be a, yes. You can't be afraid. Yeah. It's a fear. Did, were you ever afraid or were you concerned? Concerned. Challenge after challenge, how do we overcome it? That's really what we are afraid. Like no, no. Okay, why? Because if you're doing big boy moves, fear is not an emotion that you have. People who are afraid, guys, you're stuck on the back of the line. You're never yeah. gonna make it to the front. We and we're we've already left the station, right? So if you're having that conversation with yourself, you need to sit down, reflect. You need to man up, woman up, gender neutral up, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but, right? yeah. but you need to figure your life out because there is no room for fear in success. There oh. is no room for and fear. And it's okay success. to make a mistake. No, it's like, not Japanese honor, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it is okay to make a mistake. That's, That's how you joke. learn. Hopefully it's not a huge so mistake. So it has to be a small be, mistake, right. yeah. Exactly. And so, so to add to that, right. we, I just taught the Find Fun Flip class over the past weekend. Which everyone loved, by the way. Everyone I've been getting loved. emails and emails yeah. about Omar is, amazing. <laughs> Omar is amazing. Omar is amazing. So, so well, thanks. But so in the class, one of the things we discuss is how to get the money, right? Fear of getting money. <clears throat> Now we didn't discuss it as a fear, but everyone thinks their biggest challenge in doing flips is getting the money. And once I explain how these deals are put together, they're like, oh, I didn't understand it that way. So it's not fear, it's lack of knowledge and education and right. then action at that I point. I got a question for you guys. I do something. Yeah. And I've recently discovered other successful people I know do the same thing. Uh -huh. I will intentionally commit myself or spend more money than I have, knowing I don't have the money, right? I do that so I figure out how to make the money. I think I do it backwards. Like I'll commit to a real estate transaction, having none of the money necessary for that deal. And then I will start a timer in my brain that I got 90 days to come up with a couple hundred thousand dollars. So I, I do, do, you I, do, do I don't do it with money because I'm very cautious with money, but I overcommit myself mm -hmm. to, to, so I do the same thing, but just a little bit differently. But I yeah. think that's an actual yeah. trait for successful people. I so think people do I've jumping the do gun before too. you're fully ready for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Start something yeah. and then be like, okay, now we need to figure it out. Yeah. So we all True. started with yeah. the same, you know, Neem yeah. is not afraid of everything, anything, but we all started with fears. I'm afraid. We were all nervous <laughs> and you just have to get started and make it happen. But anyway, <laughs> all right, let's go to number three. We're going to go to number three. 
Did you say scurvy? Scare, scare. Right. I'm talking Number three. For all you young guys, I've, I've been told that apparently my feelings about everyone being like young and mixed of watching this are wrong. And there are some young people here watching this trying to learn. So I'm trying to connect to you guys by using culturally appropriate words that don't make sense to me. There you go. And on that note, <laughs> number three, the fear of not being able to find a good deal. Mm. That's a real fear. That's not a fear. That's, not a fear. that's, that's a why fear. we make money and you don't. Because you can and we can. That's not yeah. a fear. I think you're going to say all of these are not fears, but these are fears that people have. These are fears that people have actually come to us at the school. So, so how, how, do you, how do you overcome we, a, an emotion? If it's fear, how do you overcome the emotion of yeah. being fearful? I'll tell right? you right now. Listen, there's when a tiger gets old, another tiger comes, kills that tiger, kills all his kids, right? And then has a new pact with his wife. That's what happens in the real estate animal. Where can you find the no deal? Did you read that somewhere? <laughs> it's, it's, it's what he's saying is it's evolutionary, right? <laughs> it's instinctual. But <laughs> people are scared of where do I find my deals? How so, do I so find a good one? That goes back to even the same yeah, questions we're asked cry during the class. And they don't know how to find the deals, right? So True. they could call it a fear, but at the end of the day, it's lack of knowledge and action. No, insecurity. Hi, your uh, fear is like Freddy Krueger will come murder me and I'm seven, right? Fear is the, the idea of death. Buying the wrong thing. One. If you buy buying the wrong, wrong thing, you're thing. stuck That's with it. That's not fear. That's that a is problem. a fear. That's absolutely it's a fear. That's a problem. That's absolutely a fear. Yeah. People are afraid to buy the wrong thing because then how do they get out of it? And then they lose all their money. That's what they're afraid Make of. Make it again. Figure so so it that, that could be a fear, but that's because they don't know, right? Right. So where Omar is going with this, much more to. constructive than the, the fear monger over here, is <laughs> you just have to learn yeah. and try and talk to people and yeah. get the experience. But if you don't start, if you don't jump into it at some point, you're never going to get anywhere. We are trained as children to not be afraid, starting from the little engine that could, right? right. Think about it. Th uh, yeah. Think about it. We're you trained from children. The concept always is push, push, push keep going forward. If you're afraid, that means you're stuck in the moment. You're scared of the future, right? These other emotions, you live in the past. Take one foot, put it in front of the other, and just, how do you get over your fear? How do you get over your fear though? Omar, Yeah. we're having the fear of not being able to find a good deal. Yeah. Why don't you give three tangible ways that people can overcome this, their fear? Sure. Because these are three tangible sure. ways they can find good all right. deals. Yeah. So, so. so the first half of the class, find fun flipped. That's all we talk about. Because it is a major fear. And it's it's one of the biggest things that people don't understand. How do you find deals? And what are the ways deals? they can find good deals? Um, so again, the first half of the class is taught on just finding deals. So the first technique is number one, learn how to analyze deals and know what your numbers are. Because if you don't know what you're looking for, you're not going to find it. Secondly, set your expectations, which is most people think that they could do a flip and make $20,000, $30,000, and wow, I made $20,000, $30,000, and those numbers just don't work across the board. So make sure your profit margin is big enough so that if it's your first deal, you can make some mistakes and still have profit left over after everything is said and done. And third, you have to be in it to win it. So if you're working full time and think you could just go on Facebook or Craigslist and dabble in some listings, you're not going to find a deal. So I, hold on, I have one more. Don't be afraid to go after multiple opportunities and mm. don't be afraid to walk away from them. So if you go after five or six or seven houses in this case yeah. and you walk away from six of them, you've just educated yourself on why you shouldn't have those deals. And then it's much more easy to make that decision. Guys, you know how not to be afraid to get into a bad deal? Don't get into <laughs> a bad deal. Yeah. Right. Offer what the property deserves, not what other people tell you it deserves. Yes. I'll give you an example. Listing came on the market, $100,000. Was that property worth $100,000? Maybe. 
possibly. But was there room for error? Yes. My offer, $85,000. I lost the deal. Someone yes. bid dollars 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 and ended up going into the contract. Do I care? No. It's now their problem. Basic math, guys. Leave in the margins. If you lose a deal, you lose a deal. If I go yeah. six months... But, why, but the reason you don't care is because you're offering opportunity you get opportunities every day and you'll make 20 I'm, offers in one week i'm gonna quote eric anderson here and i don't make 20 offers in a week I'm, i'll quote eric anderson here like you concept. make money on the buy right if you don't make money it's it's because you bought wrong right if you buy right it's okay don't be afraid to lose a deal don't yes. be afraid to offend your agent don't be afraid to underbid don't be afraid to, walk to commit to a transaction, right? That you're getting at the right price. Don't be afraid to walk away. And don't be afraid to tell everyone in the transaction how shitty of a property it is because that's why you're offering what you're offering. You're, you're right. not here to have feelings. You're right. And I feel as Good though, it's taking from a woman's perspective, a lot of times women and people in general, to be quite honest, are afraid to hurt other people's feelings. Afraid to hurt the listing agent, afraid to say that this is a shitty property, things like that. So you have to get over your fear of not wanting to hurt. Especially, in yeah, this blow all your minds. I have gotten over that fear. I know you, you have. have. Now, but with that said, you also have to read the room, right? So if it's a market with low inventory and you're that buyer who insists on offering hundred thousand dollars less because hey, I want a good deal, you're that's not, not going to get work. it. Yeah, well, so I, set expectations. That's not true. Yeah. It works. I'll it, give you an, I'll give you an example. Depends. No, it works. It works in an investment yeah. scenario, but if yeah. you're buying that to be your number one house to live in, that's not going to And you're we're competing not, against 10 other people. Got it. Right. I used to always criticize my dad. Top of the market, 2000, 2008. Last two years, runs, right? Yeah. This dude would roll into every property, Bergen County, hottest area, offer $60,000 less. And I'm like, you can't do that when I was younger. Now I'm like, yeah, damn you, you gangsta. He's bought multiple properties in the last two years where everyone is overbidding and bidding wars, right? And he's offered less because how sometimes, many did he get? guys, even in the crazy market, cash is king. Yeah. yeah. It can be. Agreed. Yeah. So, so, so read so, the room. Right. Don't buy a property at the top of the market because that's not the room. Because guess what? Your room is in a building. And if you're just reading the room and you're not looking at the rest of the building, as soon as you walk out of that room, you may have realized it's not really a good deal. Big picture moment by Nima. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Last two years. I'll say this. I'll say it again. Even a blind squirrel can get a nut. If you made money in the last two years, you don't impress me. Make money in the next two years, you'll impress me. Right? That's the bottom line. Even if the a market, blind squirrel can get a nut. But he means it's very easy. It was yeah. very easy in the last two years to make money in real estate. Okay, got it. Got it. If, if in the next two years, right, in the last two years, all of you guys who thought that, no, no, the market it's a good price, it's a good price, and you engage in your bidding wars, right, and your variable rates change, and you're in the sevens or eights, but you're making 6% on your property, so you're operating at a 2% loss, guess what? It's not a good deal because you chase the deal in that market. Do not live in today's environment. Look at statistical markets of 10 years at a clip, sit it out. If it's not a good deal and you're yeah. institutional, you want long-term, sit it out. If you want to buy for a quick flip, sure, to Omar's point, read the room a little bit, buy right, get out. Because if yeah. you're the guy stuck holding the bag, it you're sucks. You're going to lose. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you're gambling. On markets like the last two years, we all gambled. No one knew when the other foot would drop. Those of us knew that it would drop, the other shoe would drop. Nobody knew when. So some people push the margins, they push the boundaries. I did which on two fine. transactions. Which is fine to do, right? But and some you lost on and some you won on. Did you lose on any? I'm in I, I, I was losing on one, 
and then I was going to turn it into a rental, did the numbers with interest rates, it just didn't make sense, I would lose money. So I pivoted, did some quick renovations That's to it, put it back on the market. That's the one where the person gave you the, the love letter and they won the- Did it tell? No, I made money on all those. Did it tell? Uh, yeah, I've actually never in the last like decade lost, at the end of it, lost money. There you go. Well, there because you go. I nice. figure out a way, I Good. figure out a way to fix it. Because you bought it right. I did not buy this one right. I should have bought right. it for $15,000. Well, then left. you should have walked away. I should have. Yeah. And then I banned the broker. I banned the agency. So he fired everyone. Anyway. In a very, very wasn't aggressive us. manner. Anyway, next, number four. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Number four. And you're going to love this one. So I, I'm just the ready fear for of, the response. Right. Oh. The, the, the fear, fear of talking to Nima. The fear of failure and loss. Yes. And that is a big one. People are afraid to fail. I, that, that's a real fear. Okay. The fear of failure is also legitimate. Those are things that you're allowed to be afraid so of. So now these two, you're allowing people to be afraid of? Because yes. those are emotions. Wow. Lo okay. The fear of yeah. loss is an emotion, Yeah. right? The fear of a bad deal is math. Math has no emotion, right? It's, mm. it's, it's, it's a universal language. It's not different in different cultures. Math is math. So but most, you're allowed to fear of be afraid of losing. Okay. Right? Most, most successful people have had multiple failures. Yes. And you learn from those failures. So while, as Nima said, it's an acceptable fear, and, and I also agree that it's an acceptable fear, if you don't make mistakes in life, you don't learn. Dude, nobody doesn't make mistakes. If you talk to someone who says they don't make a mistake and they're perfect, run, because that person's an asshole. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> so again, don't be afraid to jump in and get started. We know you're afraid to lose money. We nobody wants to lose money. But if you go to the casino and you gamble, you're going to lose money. And just 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 deal with and it, man, man money. up or woman up, as he is, says. Though, even if you you do fail, even if you do lose money, you can make more money yes. later. You can always make more money. Yes. Uh, also, why not turn that fear into something positive? I was just about to say that. I beat okay. you I to was it. Just I about saw to it in your soul, <laughs> and I knew I couldn't give you the opportunity. I was going to say, say to Nima's point. <laughs> Successful people use fear to their advantage, mm -hmm. right? It keeps you sharp. It makes sure that you make sure that everything is being done right and you're not you don't get lazy during the process. And it motivates you. Yeah. That fear of failure is a motivation. You wake up every day saying, I'm not going to fail. Because you're eat. afraid of it. Right? So that that loss is is an education, really. If you lose well, twenty grand on a be, deal. Hopefully it doesn't there is no loss, but that fear should keep you sharper to make sure that you don't but Make just take mistakes. it back to like the basics, right? Like anytime you have a fear of anything, okay? You wanna, I don't know, you're, I, I'm scared of going skydiving. How do you get over the fear? You do it. You go skydiving. You do it. Like it's for anything though. Have fun with that. You wanna go? No. You have a fear of skydiving. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. I was afraid you have of a fear. Heights, so you have a fear of really? dying yeah. or skydiving? Sorry. I was afraid of heights, I went skydiving. skydiving. And did it help? Or oh, did it? No, don't definitely help. I didn't pull the shoot in time though, right? It was a whole thing. Oh, that like, explains it. You, if you watch a video, like <laughs> I, I was no, I was pulling the actual strap that like disconnects me from him. So he's hitting me, and I'm thinking I'm pulling the right strap. I'm like, bro, we gotta pull it. So I'm hitting his hand. He's hitting my hand, and we pulled it too late. It was a very rough landing, but it did a lot for me being afraid of heights. Good for you. Wow. Good way to overcome heights. Well, I guess so next right. week's episode, <laughs> Eric and I are going to be skydiving. Skydiving. <laughs> onto that's a the flip. Only way to, that's the only way to get over any fear in life is to do it yes. and go for it. Otherwise, you're always going to be scared of it. And be around people who are doing it. Exactly. You, you won't just wake up one day and go skydiving. It helps no. to be around the right Exactly. Guy. And you have the you right have, knowledgeable. You have someone who is helped who is. Yeah. Thank right. God. Otherwise, right. Thank you, would, God. you know, yeah. no just be the four of us here. So don't be afraid. Make it happen. Do your numbers and dive in and you'll learn. All right, number five, the fear of it not being the best choice investment for my future and retirement. So, yeah, trash why it, not, hear why that, not Nima? stocks? Let's, let's have Nima trash it. 
No, I'm sorry. Neem is busy. No, I was going to read lap, rap lyrics. Skydiving. There's a song called Work by Gangstar that I listen to at every day at the gym. It is yeah. dope. Honestly, it's super motivational. I recommend you guys check it out. I think I know the remix of that song. I don't know about that original. Like oh, it so is, is that something that multiple people, you listen to it too? Yeah. You listen to it too. Yeah, it works. I listen to the original. So how do you, over, how do you overcome yeah. the fear of deciding, should I be investing in real estate? Should I be investing in stocks? What should I be investing? You use the word retirement, right? Yes. The fear of, of not being the best choice investment for my future and for my retirement. Okay, so first off, guys, I'm going to blow your minds right now. Retirement is bullshit. It's a made-up word. It started in the 1800s, and it was designed in Europe because of uh, age gaps where they needed young people to be employed, so they created the concept of retirement. The reality is... Is people, this truth? Because I'll work this is truth. you. Look it up okay. right now. The, the, uh, right, the, the term retirement started in like Germany. So what ultimately is, the people who live the longest, in China there was like a myth about a Japanese island of gods because they live forever, right? In that Japanese island, that culture did not have a word for retirement. It didn't exist, right? People always had purpose, they always had work, and they worked towards achieving that objective. The notion of retirement is clocking out in life. It's shutting your mind, your body down, it's shutting your mind down, and it's giving yourself a timetable. You should wake up every day with a goal, and that goal should drive you. You're never too old, you're never too tired, yeah. you're never too frail. Figure it out. Don't buy into this bullshit of retirement that was created simply because of an age gap in the 1800s in Europe. So, I Wikipedia you. You were right. He so was always was, right. Was, he was right. So that said, don't be afraid to buy an investment property. Don't be afraid to do anything in life other than commit a crime. You will go to jail. So an investment property, I think the issues would be if you're getting up in age, as the, the word retirement is for older people in theory. It's right. not a real word. But whatever, let's pretend it is. Because right. most not. people most people think it is, right? So as you get older, having an investment property may not be the right strategy for you. Why not? Okay, because well, not because like what that. if it's something you need to manage? Let's say you're get 75 years old. Somebody. Get a management company. No, but to his point, investment properties may not even give you the right cash flow initially, and mm -hmm. you may have a 10-year horizon. and. Investor properties might take 15 years to pay off. So yeah. So what are you going to do? You got a 10 year horizon. And, and it may don't not invest. And it may not be liquid yeah. enough for you. Be, go to Costa yeah. Rica. Do all the blow in the world and <laughs> burn yourself out. Like if you're basically putting a time clock on your life, oh, I got a 10 I mean, year. It has to be the right I investment. really feels though you need investment? to write a disclaimer to go at the bottom. <laughs> Listen, if you reach a point in your life where you've got 10 years left and you know that that real estate is not a good investment that's going to give you residual income and be a secure place to park your money, as opposed to some loser stockbroker who's going to invest your money on his whims and then can lose your money based off of commission bonuses he gets on stocks that his company pushes. If you want to put your money in someone else's hand, do it. If not, there's no well, other world where real estate is I was, I was going to good. say, you're right That's about right. that. Real estate gives you much more control. Control. It's all about control. Investment. You can control, yeah. but it also right. takes a significant portion. You can't liquidate of your quickly at yeah. all times. Stocks that's, usually that's can be liquidated in a day. You right can't price, do that with real at estate. At the right price, you can always liquidate. At the right price, if you buy right, you can always liquidate at the right price if you buy in the right area. Right? If you if you're smart as enough to know who to sell it to, there's if if someone yeah. wanted to dump their house tomorrow, it's not like there's a number out there. I mean, and these are retail. Bus stop. There's a picture of a real estate agent. However, I think, but you can tell, well, all of you can tell me if this is right, real estate investment, I feel as though, is better for your kids' futures and your grandkids' futures. Like, it's more of a... Ooh, like, now we're talking dynasty trusts. Yeah. No, but she has yes. a point. But like, that, if you, the, more, a point. the more real estate, yeah. physical property you have... Generational the wealth. The more you're going to be able to create right. generational wealth. And, and that's true, because unless you're buying, as us investors, buying at a discount where it makes sense from day one, most people don't buy at discounts, they buy retail, and the property takes decades 
10, 15 years, maybe 20 years to actually start spitting out some real cash. Is that because most people don't listen to our podcast? That's right. If you don't <laughs> buy it right, you wouldn't make do stupid things like buy at retail. So, but I, I, I done, do but, know, I've heard yeah. of people who buy like little, little, it's a long term crap. Uh, properties for their kids when they're born, and then they just let it sit. That's like buying it's a bond. It's a long-term play. Yeah, it's right. like buying a bond. Without renting it out? Yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, I was just reading I'm something. I'm assuming I they rented really, it out. I was right? skimming it. Yeah. But yeah. So don't be afraid and to guys, buy real estate. there's a ton estate. of bullcrap properties. I for $25,000 on a piece of dump today. And everyone's like, why'd you do it? I'm like, why not? What? Listen, because I'll rent it for two get? a month. I'll make yeah. my money back in two years. What do so I care? Did they say yes? Cash out next I don't know. They're probably going to come back and say that's low, and I'm going to send them a long email about how shitty the property is. And if they don't sell to me, no one will buy it. And then if they don't sell, they don't So sell. then they won't respond. Okay, so my problem is right. Anyway, number six, the fear of competition. Other experienced investors are going to get the better deals, yeah, and probably will. you're not. They will. They will. So how do you so overcome why, that? So it, why be a fear? You yeah. choose your level of involvement. Yeah. Or you find the properties before the other experienced investors do. If you could compete with them, yeah. Well, you, sure, why not? You can compete with anyone. You just yeah. have to know how they're but competing. Then and no then one learn would start businesses. No one would be entrepreneurs. No one would you got two types of people in this world. More experienced right? people you got, do it. You got the guys like Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, right? And then you got guys like Michael Jordan and other NBA players. Like one of them, actually, they're all kind of the same. You got guys who just come out there and at young, they're fire starters because yeah. they have natural talent and their brain just figures it out. And then there's the other group of you guys, which will take you longer. You will lose out deals, but you're going to put your head down and you're going to work hard mm -hmm. and you're going to grind. And it won't be year one. It won't be when you're 19 years old. You're not going to be an all-star. But by the time you're 30, you're going to be at the same level as them because we're, what they have in natural talent, you made up for in hard work. Yeah, yes. that's right. True. So even, even when I first start, it does become overwhelming because everyone really? seems like you're starting, like they know what they're doing and you're entering into a, a field with experienced investors. But what I what used to think about was, Anyone start? There's someone who's going to start today, and ten years from now, that person's going to become a multimillionaire. Yeah. There's plenty of people starting today. Someone's going to become more a successful. Than Agreed. Us. More successful than me, who do not have a fifth of no, my natural no God-given talent. No one right? could ever be more. But successful. they've worked harder. Yeah. They've taken advantage of better opportunities where yeah. I've screwed around. That's the reality, guys. Yes. Some people are. Born That's a real reality. Right. I don't think too highly of myself, but some people are born with it. I think that I figure things out quickly. Mm. Yeah. But that most people in this game. Dude, I'm not the rock star of the real estate world. There are people out there who blow me out of the water there because they worked harder. Yeah. They, took are, yeah. hard, they, they took better opportunities. Persistence. Correct. Mm. It's not natural talent. There may be a guy who just comes to him naturally. It doesn't mean you can't do better than him. It doesn't mean you can't be more I look successful. at Adam. Adam, That's if, you had nice. if you had said, <laughs> there's so many people doing well in real estate, they're going to get all the clients. Yeah. And now you're the top 1% in New Jersey. So like, like I go into towns, yeah. I go into a lot of towns where there's like, one realtor that dominates the market, right? And I'll sell multiple houses. I'll I'll take a piece of their action, and it, 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 you're like all I'm day every day. This. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Adam, right. Adam declares the the right, so he walks right. in, he finds a number one agent, he declares a right, and they battle. Yeah, and I hit him with yeah. my car. Right, <laughs> disclaimer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what if you and I had said there are other real estate castle. schools in the world, right? You, you just have to you have to go to out, it. be persistent. You have to make it happen. There's tons of deals. There's tons of opportunities out there. Don't be afraid of competition. Competition is, is what makes you a better person. Bro, absorb competition. Yes, yeah. enjoy absorb it. Absorb it. We Listen, love avoid it. it. Yeah. I can't tell you how many legal cases I have. Actually, one guy called me out on it because he knows. Like my client's like, I could care less. And I'm like, I'm not even going to bill you. I just want to destroy his soul, right? I can't tell you how many, many times we're just the notion of someone challenging me, it, it doesn't make me afraid. 
I triple down. I yep. level up. I make it my life's objective. Figure right? out a way. Whether it's profitable yeah. or not, to don't, do it. don't take competition as fear. Hold your head up, and pound go, your chest, and declare war. And go after it. And, and figure fight. out a way to make it work. Man or woman, yeah. gender so neutral. One of the big things that I always say is fight the fight or fight the battle where it's not being fought. Mm -hmm. So... Um, if, Dude, if you other stole people, that from the art of war. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> other people are. <laughs> the art of war if, by Sun Tzu. Okay, yes. hey, guys. Yeah. Homeboy just quiet. Just you are Sun Tzu. <laughs> quiet. This is what I say. I didn't say that. I, I didn't say that. I own it. This is how. <laughs> this is the remix. This is how. <laughs> We're gonna have a footnote. This is how I look at it. This is how we we look at it. Just you if you're trying Sun to grow Zoo somewhere, <laughs> if you're trying to if you're trying to get somewhere, just go after it and look in different areas that those people aren't looking. That's all, and and fight the fight where it's not being. And tune in next week for Lao Tzu and Eric Anderson, yeah, right? In the Tao the remix, the remix of Lao Tzu. <laughs> What's um, the okay, go ahead. No, and Sorry. also, um, oh you know, just as far as competition, just remember that every expert was once a beginner. So sure. everyone started sure. exactly Very where good. you are, and they made it work. So why can't you make it work? There you go. Okay, number seven. The fear. I'm quoting an ancient <laughs> philosophical remix, <laughs> calling it your own. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't call it my own. The fear of getting into debt. That's a big fear. The fear of getting into debt. Are you afraid to take a mortgage? Are so, you afraid to owe people money? There's two ways to look at debt: the one, the consumer debt that everyone wants to avoid, and then the second debt, which is the only way to get wealthy. And what do we call that? Good debt, bad debt. Yeah. Good debt. So right? you either you either use it. The only way to get wealthy is through debt. Prove me wrong. Uh, work really hard, make a lot of money, get an inheritance. But eventually, that's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> well, work true. Really hard, get a lot of money, and then get an inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, None of I, I worked well, hard, like but two balls, one basket. <laughs> I'm gonna assume that inheritance had debt involved in it at some point, but, but yeah, debt is probably. good. Debt allows good debt you is good. To no, there's good debt and there's bad debt. Got it. Yeah. But I'm saying that debt gives you the opportunity to make more money. Good debt. Good debt gives you the opportunity to make more bad money. debt. Your Jimmy Choo's. Well, yeah. If you're a man, yeah, yeah, yeah. overpriced yeah. suits. Your watches you can't afford the cars you can't afford because you want to be a poser. Yeah. That's what we call bad poser. debt, yes. right? A building while you wear a Casio watch like, that you saved up for, like that's called good debt because no it watch. services itself. If your property appraises, no if watch. your asset yeah. increases in value, right? And you're servicing watch. that debt, that is good debt. If your debt percentage your interest is less than your return. That is good debt because you're net positive. If you're out there putting stuff on your credit card at 29%, you all watching this podcast are crying about the Fed rate hike, which by the way is going to go up another three quarters of a point. So if you didn't do your deals, good luck. But you're crying about the Fed rate at 8 9% to buy a house, but you're out there charging on your credit card to buy stupid shit you can't afford at 30% interest, yeah. right? Do Guys, come on, be real. You are wired to think that that is not debt. It is just a credit card that you'll pay off over time, right? That is bad debt. The debt should bring you. Be afraid of it. It'll the, ruin the, you. It'll destroy you, you. It will cripple you. You should be afraid of the bad debt, but you shouldn't be afraid of debt. I've right. used debt over the last 20 years. I have millions and millions of dollars in debt, and that debt helped me grow, helped me build my portfolio, helped me build uh, my net worth, and, and I'm lucky enough that I have millions of dollars a year in revenue that I that I take because of the millions in dollars that of debt that I have. So I'm you have that. to you have to be in it. You have to try it. You have to do it. Really? Yeah. It, it'll well, limit your growth if you do don't you do it. You have none of the good debt or bad debt. You have no debt. So at how all. do you overcome your fear of debt? You have so, no debt at all. Are you afraid of debt? Uh, no, very little. Okay. I have no debt that I can't close out within ninety days. 
Okay. Right? Uh, no, that's not true. I did a recent transaction that I can't close out within 90 days. Right? But, but most people would like to be in that situation. But yeah, so I think that my personal opinion is um, I categorize in where I want debt, right? So uh, the, I have a building where I house my business in, right? Uh-huh. No debt. Because for me, if I'm the tenant, right, I can't count on someone else's performance. I have to count on my own. I want to always risk that exposure that could be a Control. domino effect. The home you live in, right? I believe in carrying very little debt on. Right, because you never want to lose the house you live in, or if you have a bad day, right? You have to. Have, to me, you have to have very little personal debt. Business debt in real estate is a different story, right? Usually, the properties I buy, I will buy cash. Then I get my cash back out. Uh, it's just my comfort level or my comfort zone. Um, I also get pissed off when I have to make interest payments because it's just like. So I think that's. I think that's all short-sighted. I think that right. you could be ten times bigger than you are if you actually have the debt. You're right. And as I, long as you can manage the debt, and as long as you can uh, be diligent with your payments and make sure that you don't overextend yourself because you know what the projects are and each project is generating income. You know, over a thirty-year period having debt, you could double or triple what you would have you're versus if you just had two properties. So you're not wrong. And I think the problem is, I think it's just the school of thought in which you're trained in. So my father came in here as an immigrant, right? And guys, you're complaining about 8%. In the 80s and 90s, interest rates were like yeah. 15%, yep. 18%, right? Mm-hmm. So they, from having the mindset of having my dad building up a massive, massive real estate portfolio of no debt, I, I don't think he ever took a mortgage out to buy anything other than like a, a personal home in which he paid off pretty quickly. I think that you just become inherently trained. And that goes to show you that nobody's perfect, and you are a victim of your environment. Right? And if you don't, if you don't have a business, or if your your dad had a business and had a way of generating money, if he didn't have that, the only way he would have been able to build that portfolio would be through debt. Right? No, he he uh, he generated he, he, he cash. Used a portfolio from like he would self generate, right? So he would generate rent roll, and he was just very very prudent with you know allocation of money and then buying something but else. if he didn't have that rent roll he would have had to start somewhere he would have had to get the money no, somewhere no, to buy he had, he had multiple factories yes textiles yeah. like yeah. you know he, had, he owned multiple factories until you know the, so the if you're generating a million dollars a year in cash you may not need to take mortgages you just slow down and buy less and yeah. buy one property a year instead of five yeah. but if you're not lucky like to make a million dollars a year and you're starting with 30,000 or 50,000, how, how else do you do it? You, you have to have debt. No, but hey guys, so finally something I'm afraid of. There you go. Number eight, fear of the economic market. When are you gonna and get to fear this, of in-laws? This is a Never, I'm right not now. afraid of my in-laws. I mean like everyone is scared them. of the <laughs> fear Fed hike, of, yep. they're scared of inflation, they're scared that all Shouldn't of this- Shouldn't be scared, you'll screw. Is stopping them from taking the leap. Leap off a bridge. The leap into the rising interest rates will take oh, people out. Will take people out of the market. It'll make yeah. some investments sell for less money, but things are still going to happen. Some all you greedy sellers who think that yours stuff is worth top dollar and don't have a calculator, no one's going to buy your garbage. Okay, that market is over. Adam is shaking his head. Interest like- rates are eight <laughs> percent. If you want to sell your crap building and have someone walking in and only make 5% of their return on their investment and their debt is now 8%, no idiot will buy your property for a 3% a year loss, right? Well, it's not even that the banks won't lend on it. Right. And no idiot will buy it. 
So the actually, there are people that will buy with the mm -hmm. lower with the lower cap rate. It's just that the then the, they lose money. Yeah, there are people that will do that. Welcome. Okay, to but the banks won't lend on it. Hello. So there's a, there's always someone that will do something, but just understand that it is as Nima said going to change how, wait, the value. Hold on. How does what you say make sense? How will they buy something at a loss if the bank won't lend money? Then they're buying cash and it's not at a loss because they have no debt. I'm not. I'm saying the bank won't lend the money, but there are people that have. Uh, but then they, they're not money. buying at a loss because they have no debt. Yeah, so true. Therefore, no one will buy it based so on. They're buying scenario. a bad deal. But I think when you said oh, that, maybe oh, when math meets reality, guys, <laughs> you played yourself. <laughs> Anybody else want a piece? <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I Come think at what me. You said about the market <laughs> taking some people out. Yeah. That's what if you're if you're afraid of the market, know that some people are being weaned out of the market. So Agreed. It's giving a, a more open playing field for you to jump right on Be it. Be afraid of the market, but guess what, guys? If you had stocks, because all of a sudden you're a 23 year old well, yeah. stockbroker giving stock tips on Twitter, right? Blind squirrel, everyone got a nut. You lost over 50% of your portfolio on average, yep. right? Be afraid of the market. The house always wins. It will eat you all alive if you are uneducated. If you Get are involved education. in any endeavor and you are an uneducated investor, you will at the end lose your money because the house, yes. house always wins. Be smart, be educated, educate yourself, listen to the podcast, take the classes, That's learn a from gambling people reference. like Omar. Gambling right? reference. At the end of the day, no one to cash out, no one to buy in. Watch the classes, yeah. watch Find Fun Flip, the Burr method, right? Yeah. These are proven Do your research. methods, yeah. right? Buy into plans that work over yes. time through multiple economic cycles because they're essentially foolproof. But right. there's always opportunities out there, regardless of the market, as you know, and this is going to bring opportunities for people with cash. Cash is so, king. Cash guys. is king. Mm -hmm. Cash is so. king. Sell all your crap, your cars, your watches while the market's still hot. Put that Number nine. Number good. nine. The fear of managing tenants and losing all of them. Oh, if you're in New Jersey, have that fear. Yeah, you yeah. should. No, that's <laughs> you should have the fear. Crappy, structured legal. I system. think New York is worse than New Jersey. No, dude, New Jersey's a dumpster but fire. But just dealing with tenants, tenant. just dealing with everything that comes with it, just dealing with someone that dealing with the entitlement. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. Listen, a landlord has certain obligations. Do those obligations, but the level of entitlement now in New Jersey. Yeah. I had a landlord-tenant hearing yesterday, and this woman got on there and I said, "You didn't pay your no, I paid my rent when." She said she paid her rent two years ago for one month, right? One month. And then she was complaining. She was complaining that she needs more time to move out. She's been living there for two years rent free. But that's what people sucks. are scared of. The person who's squatting in your property for two years rent free. Who let free. that happen? Your legislator let that happen. Guys, all you investors, when you go to the voting booth, vote out the people who still looked at you and said, give me taxes, but didn't say give you money. Or, 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 so hold on, or after you buy your investment property, just put your tenants through a major credit screening process, check their references, check their credit, make sure that they can afford to, yeah. to move in. I mean, Omar is very diligent. He, he has a lot of apartments and he gets 10 applications and he's lucky if a half a person I get makes it through. 50 applications, but then I choose one, barely. <laughs> he bar you and you, and were you screening, right? Yeah, yeah and I'll, I'll leave Omar, it vacant. I actually went to the gym with one of your applicants to see if they were physically capable of walking. That's a great floor. idea. I might have to add that in. But, <laughs> <laughs> what is but seriously, screening you character, you can't bench press. Screening your tenants. Give, um, give us some pointers yeah. on screening. Thing you do so the challenge I've had lately is high credit score. A lot of people just don't have high credit scores. I, I became a little more flexible on that, but the one thing I won't 
ever be flexible on is income. They have to have the right income. And, and how do you verify their yeah. income? Pay stubs. I look at their bank statements, their reserves, and I, I make sure their debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I if I could, is there is there a formula for the income? They have to have such and such uh, over three times the monthly rent is what I look for. Three times. Three times gross. the monthly rent. But that's not enough because I don't know how much debt they have. So they could mm. be making ten grand a month and have eight grand in debt. But don't you also check their credit? I check their credit, but okay. the debt is. I look at how they spend their money. So I do okay. ask for bank statements as well. Okay. And then I go through each bank statement as well. Wow. So you're looking at every time they go to McDonald's. Yeah, because sometimes they there's a lot of stuff. That if The easiest way to tell is when a tenant sends you things little by little and just doesn't send me everything at once, they're hiding something. And they usually are. So if they send me everything at once, I look at it. It's an easy decision. But it's So, so get you get a feel for it and you really screen them. Yeah. And that prevents... That prevents ninety five percent my problems, issues. but also them. I don't want six, I don't want them telling me six months from now yeah. that they can't make payment. And for an, from a commercial perspective, understand the business that your tenant is opening. Yeah. Understand do they have experience in that business? Try to use common sense and say, hey, is there really a market for this type of business? And and have those things help make a decision. If you have a tenant who wants to open a deli and they've never opened a deli in their entire life, you may want to think twice about that. You may want to give it to them. You may not want to, not want to give it to them. You may, you may want, want to give wait. them an opportunity to start their dream. Bullshit, yeah, right. get out, no bad tenant. Uh-uh. There you go, all right. Dream crusher. <laughs> we're not here to support your dreams, we're here to support like, our own. Dream crusher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and is it fear, do you lose all your tenants? So um, regarding losing all your tenants, if, if that's a concern of yours, and, and I think all landlords have that fear, but know what you're buying, so, you know, don't buy a one-family home. Buy a four-family home. Because in theory, if, if you have one tenant, if you have one <laughs> tenant go bad, if you have one tenant go bad, you still have three more. If you're buying a commercial building, buy a building that has 20 tenants in it. Buy something that has multiple income streams. So, so if guys, one or be two really go rich bad, when you get into real estate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start with that bullshit one family that you just saved up for. It, right? Forget all our if other podcasts. If you can't afford, no, if you can't afford to cover the mortgage on the one family, if you lose the tenant, poor. you may want to think twice about buying that. Make sure you can support it. So when you buy the multiple tenant project, then you know that if you lose one or two tenants, in theory, the other yeah, ones will right, cover for you. Yeah, yeah and, and to your point, have we're reserves. Fun to make fun of it. Right, and have also have reserves. reserves. So a lot, what most tenants don't understand is that landlords are not all filthy rich. We have to budget mm -hmm. for reserves and, and whatnot. And when they miss a payment, a rental payment, we have to cover that because right. the bank still wants their payment. The bank so, doesn't care. Did you guys ever watch that Danny DeVito movie, Slumlord? No. No. Hilarious no. movie. Oh, we'll have to watch it with you. But just a, just a quick example, during COVID, Mm -hmm. um, when all the tenants were given by all the legislators that you uh, were oh, just talking about. Oh, they talked about, oh, this will only be six months. I wrote on people's Facebook walls, this will be a year or two. Year two, no rent. I said, hey, then tell me I don't have to pay taxes. Tell me I don't have to so maintain the property. The crystal ball in front of while, you. While no, your tenants, checkers, you while know. some tenants, no, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> while some tenants were not required to pay rent based on the government, yeah. the landlord still had to pay. Right. You know, I have a bunch of mortgages my Did bank. Tenants not pay? Of course, we had yeah. tenants that didn't pay. Did you send Omar there to collect? <laughs> <laughs> I sent you to collect, we but but we we though. try to work with the tenants to try yeah. to get some type of of cash flow. But Is understand that understand that the banks, while they while they offered deferments on the yeah. the actual mortgage payment, so kind of okay, take interest. They still future they principles. still wanted the taxes Generosity paid. So we still had to pay all of our mortgages, and thank God, because of our financial experience, we were able, we were able to do that. But you know, it's something that you should consider. And as Omar said, reserves would be great. Yeah. Maybe have six months to a year of reserves 
if you're buying something that has less and tenants. I read an article actually. Had, it really was interesting talking about new business owners and the level of reserves you should have, like what business you want. I'm going to find that and maybe I'll talk about it in the next podcast. Yeah, but really nothing prepares you for something like COVID. But as yeah, a pro tip. That's once in a lifetime. Hopefully. Yeah, one thing oh, you. Oh, dude, we got polio, monkeypox. Like, so, New York is a dumpster fire of like, it is. diseases. Like, we're going to get the Black Plague in like a week, right? But, but one thing we learned is okay. always have your taxes in escrow. So make sure your taxes are with your mortgage mm. because a mortgage company will pay your taxes instead of you having to pay it. Good point. Mm -hmm. Have your taxes in escrow. Never separate the two. There you go. Good point. Okay, last one. Why are you looking at me? Anybody have an idea what the last one is? Nobody? No, I'm trying to think of what the stupidest thing Fears. I'd be afraid of. Is. <laughs> it's easy. What? Fear, fear of success. Of, yes, definitely not fear <laughs> of success. I'm horrified by success. <laughs> Nobody should be afraid of success. I mean, I guess people do. You yeah, know, if you have certain do family dynamics. Sort of sabotage dynamics, their own success. Yeah. Eric, spit it out. Come on. Fear of the unknown. Okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm out of here, guys. On that note. Like, so you're never going to know. You're never going to know. You're never going to know. Like you know that, that, that roof. Well, you had your chance. Of people's stupidity. Oh. So yeah, you, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. You know, you buy a building and all of a sudden well, you, the roof falls in because you, you your inspector missed something. And you sue his ass. If you could buy a building, you're in a great position. I don't think you should be fearful. If you have an unknown in a real estate deal that you haven't thought of or factored in, then you suck and you should not no, be doing the deal. No, because you can't factor no, in bold. everything. So, I mean, all right. There's going to be your something unknowns. you don't know. Septic. You factor in that you have 10 to everything 15%, 20% percent yeah. that it's going to be over than what you just looked at. Once you take a wall down, you know there's problems. It's not an unknown. It's an unforeseen, right? It's not like I don't know there's wood here that could be bad. If yeah. you know what you're doing, there is no unknown. You know you could have a bad septic. You know the water test may fail, right? Mm -hmm. You have to either do those tests and come in as an educated buyer so you limit your unknown or you have to build into your numbers the unseeable, the unforeseeable, so because yeah. you can't see between the walls. But that's not unknown. If you don't know it, and it is a surprise to you that something like that could go wrong, you are already losing in that transaction. You're a novice. Well, you just, you, gave, you just gave us a partial answer here, because fear of the unknown is limit your unknowns. Educate yourself on what possible problems could happen but, but by owning something. Also, Isn't there a saying, failure to plan is planning to fail? That's Who's basically that what you're saying. By Noel. <laughs> By Noel. That was Eric. <laughs> By Noel. Um, no, but to, to Nima's point, also, Eric, a lot of people go into investment deals thinking they could figure everything out before they step into it. And then when they run into an unknown or something or unforeseen, they get, they get surprised. But what you're but, saying is you have to have those reserves. Yeah, all of that, that has right. to be factored in from the start. You can't go in there. F and, and a lot of people who leave corporate and they leave a structured environment where everything is organized, uh, they get into real estate and, and they think, that's how real estate is. They get whacked. Right. So whacked. you have to account for the unforeseen, and you do that because everything has a dollar amount attached to it. There you it. go. There's a saying I have: E equals MC squared. Okay, Einstein. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> you should apply that. Basically, it's back. It's actions. just back to education. This is really all about education. It the is. more educated you are, the more successful you're going to be. So yeah. Noel, what are we going to tell them? We're going to tell Learn them to go take to, the class. Go to recareercenter.com. You're going to take Omar's class. classes on burring and flipping. You're going to take your class on commercial. Um, but also subscribe, 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 guys. You cannot get this good information. You cannot see these handsome fellas without pushing that subscribe button. Lady. Guys, we're also gonna get trolled. 
Gotta watch oh my god. Yeah. Don't forget, That's please fun. please leave comments, give us questions. We love feedback. We, we want to hear Unless what you're negative. Advice. And we will no. answer you back. We promise. We promise. All right. So again, if you visualize it, you can own it. We'll see you next time. Bye guys. Bye.